the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. So I'm very excited today to have another interview on our agenda, and Today I'm talking with novelist Laura Hankin, whose second novel, A Special Place for Women, is out this week. I couldn't recommend it highly enough, so please do check out the book, and let's get right to my conversation with Laura. So today I'm talking with Laura Hankin, who is a writer, performer, and author of uh, two novels, Happy and You Know It, and A Special Place for Women, which just launched so exciting. It's a really fantastic book. I hope everybody uh, checks it out as well as Happy and You Know It, of course. Um, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Blair, thank you for having me. (laughs) It is great to have you. Um, So yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, Laura, what what kind of writing tip do you like to give your writer friends? Something that that can get them writing, you know, this week, this day, this moment. (laughs) Yeah, well, I thought we could talk about like creating characters and (laughs) differentiating characters. Mm -hmm. I find that when I'm um, writing a book, I need to make a separate document where I just like write out all the little questions I might have about a character. Like, what is their sense of humor? Um, What is their greatest fear? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like what? Tell me about their childhood. Uh, And the the big thing at the top is always like, what is their goal? over the course of this book or the story um, that they know. And then what is the subconscious goal that, you know, might be at odds with their stated goal or not. Uh, Uh, That's great that you separate those out and have them very deliberately in mind. Because a lot of the time, that's, that's something I tell my students sometimes where uh, the, the, the most common thing that needs to be revised is having a clearer sense of what the character wants. And, and that's often missing in a first draft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or if the want is too simplistic sometimes and mm-hmm. just, yeah, then it can maybe be a little bit boring and you're like, no, but there needs to be more to this character. Like what's going on underneath the surface too. What do they want there? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So you create a document, you get your your wants in order. How do you start implementing them in your story? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it helps to write some dialogue between the characters, I think, Mm -hmm. and just figure out the way that they talk to one another too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny because you have read early drafts of some of my things that I feel like I don't always practice what I preach. And sometimes I need to go back at the end and be like, all right, now let me really lock this down and differentiate all of these people. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's something I struggle with as well. Uh, you've seen early drafts of my writing as well, uh, mm-hmm. where I'm, I often, the comment I often get is sort of like, what is, what does this character want? You know, I don't have a clear <laughs> sense of that. So yeah, it's so important. And for the specific things, like the details about their sense of humor and their, their taste in music, that kind of thing, uh, do you end up doing kind of character questionnaires or character cheat sheets, that kind of thing? Yeah, usually I'll sort of list out all the main characters and then I'll, you know, I'll put all their names and then for each one I'll do like a little questionnaire underneath and I can mm-hmm. refer back to that document when I need to. And some of this stuff doesn't go into the story at all, but it's just helpful right. to know and shape the character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
and having that kind of set dressing or you you're writing from a place of knowledge in a way so you know it and it makes you write the character better yeah mm-hmm. and definitely so I mean the continuation of this tip which is probably not going to work for everyone but works for me because I grew up as an actor mm-hmm. <laughs> if I really need to do to get deeper I'll like try to walk around as my care I'll like go on a walk in the morning yeah. and be like today I'm walking as summer or you know Margot or whoever right, right. um yeah and just like what is their posture how fast do they walk what is the way that they look at the world and just mm-hmm. trying to inhabit it for a little while can be really helpful that is so interesting that you mentioned that because another uh, writer that I interviewed in an earlier episode actually talked about how she tries to put on like clothes that would be similar to what the character wears. Really? So this, this full immersion in character. I love it. I, I, I'll tell my listeners, you've got to go all in on it, right? Really inhabit the character. <laughs> yeah. If you don't temporarily lose your sense of who you are and wonder <laughs> if you are your character, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Laura. That is such a helpful tip. I'm sure our listeners will love to try that on for size. And yeah, thanks for appearing on the podcast. Thank you. Hope it's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.